something like this. A young man gets a flat tire one night in 1988 while driving near Skapor Swamp and gets out of his car to change it. Then from the shadows emerges a creature that's green, wet, seven feet tall, with three fingers, red eyes, and scales. As the young man scrambles to drive away, the creature viciously attacks his car. That's the story 17-year-old Chris Davis reported to the Lee County Sheriff's Department in 1988. Many sightings of Lizard Man followed, often involving the destruction of vehicles and whether or not Lizard Man was real. Tales of the creature left a permanent mark on the small agricultural town of Bishopville, South Carolina. The increase in newspaper and media publicity prompted further reports of sightings and the area soon became a tourist attraction for visitors and hunters. Local radio station WCOS offered a $1 million reward to anybody who could capture the creature alive. On August 5th, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, filed a police report alleging that he had encountered the Lizard Man on Highway 15 and he had shot and wounded it. He presented several scales and small quantity of blood as evidence. Orr recanted this account two days later when he was arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol and the misdemeanor offense of filing a false police report. According to Orr, he had hoaxed the sighting in order to keep stories about the Lizard Man in circulation. Reports of the creature gradually declined at the end of the summer. Local law enforcement officials speculated that the sightings were likely to have been caused by a bear. In 2008, CNN mentioned the Lizard Man legend in a story about a couple in Bishopville, South Carolina, who reported damage to their vehicle, including blood traces. The blood traces were subsequently found to be from a domestic dog, though the local sheriff suggested it might have been a coyote or a wolf. In 2015, local television station WCIV featured photos and videos claiming to be the Lizard Man allegedly taken by unidentified individuals. In August of 2017, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division sent a humorous tweet regarding possible paranormal activity during the solar eclipse that passed over the area hinting that people of Lee and Sumter counties should remain vigilant for sightings of the Lizard Man. Children's books such as Maniacal Monsters and Bizarre Beasts include the monster in their stories, and Linda Godfrey's American Monsters includes a chapter on the Lizard Man. The Lizard Man has also appeared on the sci-fi show Fact or Faked in an episode titled Reptile Rampage. The original story ran in more than 100 newspapers across the country. No matter who you are, it's part of the local folklore now, says Bishopville local Robert Howell. It might not be the way Bishopville chose to get on the map. They probably would have rather had someone living here who got a Nobel Peace Prize, but... Bishopville, home of the Lizard Man, what's wrong with that? Howell is an artist known for his illustrations of Lizard Man, which have been spotted on countless t-shirts over the years. 
Howell's designs are so famous that they are made into the official Lizard Man historical exhibit at the South Carolina Cotton Museum in town, alongside items like castings of three-toed footprints rumored to belong to the Lizard Man, and a sign from the Butterbean Shed where Davis claimed the cryptid showed himself. Skeptical investigator Ben Radford states that the details of Chris Davis's story do not hold up under scrutiny. Sheriff Truesdale stated that Davis's story never wavered, but Radford writes that that isn't true. Over the weeks and months and repeated tellings, the details changed many times from having scales to the creature being packed with mud. How far Davis was from the creature when he first saw it, and whether or not it attacked the car. Radford questioned how Davis was able to see details of the lizard man creature at 2 a.m. when there was no lighting nearby in a heavily wooded area when the moon was not bright. If it was an aggressive creature, why were there no other credible sightings? According to Radford, the timing of Davis's story just didn't make sense. If Davis saw the creature in the shadows while he was closing the trunk of his car, Davis still had to get back in the car and take off. Yet, Davis claims that the creature was so fast that it caught up to the car when he was doing 40 miles per hour. Reports vary with the source that Davis told the police about the attack two or more weeks later. After investigating, Radford states that the lie detector test administered to Davis may have been a publicity stunt by Southern Marketing Incorporated, a company arranging personal appearances for Davis. Another curious issue was that there are no photographs of the damage to Davis's car which provide some evidence that something happened. Newspaper accounts give various descriptions of the damage to the car, and in one local newspaper, Davis is quoted as saying, he escaped with no more than a scratch on his fender. Radford states that Davis's report is quite literally incredible, riddled with boasts, implausibilities, and impossibilities. It may be sincere, or it may be a hoax, but in either event, no hard evidence of the creature has ever been found. Not everyone is quite as hesitant to believe in this figure that has in many ways become Bishopville's beloved mascot. For the Lizard Man Festival and Comic-Con planner John Stamey, Lizard Man isn't just a staple of Lee County culture. He believes that Davis really saw something out of the ordinary that night in 1988. To be honest with you, there's something in Skateboard Swamp, said Stamey. We will one day find out what is causing all of this if we just keep looking. He's not alone in this. If you ask anyone at the festival, not everyone was sure of the Lizard Man's existence, but no one was willing to totally discount it either. Most shared the sentiment expressed by Eddie Grant. I can't doubt it. I can't prove it. Leading Lizard Man documentarian Lyle Blackburn took a slightly different stance. As far as this case goes, I think it was very much concentrated in a certain time period, and then whatever it was, or whomever it was, moved on, or just disappeared, he said. Blackburn authored the 2013 book Lizard Man, the true story of the Bishopville monster, and clocked countless hours of research on the subject with his research partner, Cindy Lee, even gaining access to files belonging to former sheriff Liston Truesdale, who treated reports of a lizard man with as much care as any other investigation. He's the closest thing to an expert on the elusive cryptid, so for many people, his assessment carries weight. If one were going to see the Lizard Man, it would probably be at Skateboard Swamp, where some believe he still lives today. The spot is not as easily accessible today, and chances are you won't see the giant scaly humanoid if you were to look for him.
but the dedicated Lizardman fans that go on the Swamp Tour are just excited to be there. For instance, Dr. Joseph Laycock, who traveled all the way from Austin, Texas, where he's a professor of religious studies at Texas State University. Laycock is a big fan of cryptid festivals and has attended the popular Mothman Festival a number of times in the past, but he says the Lizardman myth is one he considers especially notable. Among cryptids, we don't have a lot of stories with scales, Laycock said. It's always some variation of Bigfoot, something big and shaggy. With this, I can't help thinking of media like the creature from the Black Lagoon. It has this sci-fi kind of element to it that a lot of other cryptids don't have, and I think that's what makes it unique. While this profession might make Laycock seem like an unlikely candidate for cryptid fandom, he feels differently. In religious studies, things like cryptozoology and folklore are kind of a black sheep, because we want to know that our work is very serious, and very political and not very kind of white collar. But actually, I think these things are really important to a lot of ordinary Americans, and I think they deserve more attention and less scorn and less ridicule. It's true that news of Lizardman sightings, which continue throughout the years with varying levels of credibility, are a popular point of humor in the media. South Carolina native and late night host Stephen Colbert even focused a whole segment on a dubious photo purported to be the Lizardman back in 2015 and it included his own claim that Lizard Man was responsible for ruining his Charleston-procured rental car. According to Eddie Grant, that's a common excuse in Lee County, especially among the teenagers. But Bishopville, by and large, has embraced the legend along with any jokes and prods that may come with it. Thirty years later, Bishopville still wants you to come for a visit, and they don't mind if you're coming to see what the Lizard Man fuss is all about. Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Lynette Hayes even said that she's already excited to see the Lizard Man Festival grow in the coming years. Though she wants people to remember that, quote, there's a lot of Lee County besides the Lizard Man. Come to Bishopville. Laycock added just one caveat. Come to Bishopville, he said. Try to find the Lizard Man. Just buy car insurance first, because cars tend to get ripped up around here. Everybody. Thank you for checking out this episode. Uh, it, this is going to be a fun little project for me to do. Um, I've been podcasting for three years now, and uh, if you're here from some of my other podcasts, like When Words Fail or Not Religious, thank you so much for checking this out. Um, I've been a big fan of the paranormal, uh, UFO sightings, cryptids, true crime, things like that, uh, for a number of years, and always wanted to learn more about South Carolina stories of that nature, and I just couldn't find it anywhere, so I decided to make my own. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this little project that I'm going to do. Uh, it won't be something I do weekly, um, just due to my schedule, I'm not going to be able to, but every maybe once a month I'll be able to put something like this out um, with different stories varying from different topics and things like that. So uh, thanks again for checking it out. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I look forward to bringing you more. Take care. Thank you.